What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 56 of the WorkPrints Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by the internet's number one northern New Jersey-based producer of video I game podcasts. I also podcast. double as a DoorDash driver, apparently. <laughs> Bilal, what's up, Bilal? <laughs> Not much, guys. All right, we'll, um, we'll, get into the, we'll get into the DoorDash story in, in two seconds, but I don't want to keep our honored guest waiting finally making it a three-man podcast we've been talking about i think Bilal has been hyping your appearance for five oh or six weeks now since we started this back up to rob uh, we're being joined by to just, rob, just to be. yeah that's fine just <laughs> to be. town of the century uh, is race race what's up race how's it going everyone hello hello i'm very happy to be here hopefully uh let no more honored guests and hopefully more regular <laughs> It sounds good to me. When was the last time you were on for probably one of the Trivia Royale episodes? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I won that episode, right, too. So at that point, it's been... <laughs> sounds about right. Was Blau on it? Because we know he didn't win. That's a, tra- that's, that's a travesty. Every time I won, <laughs> it was the best episode ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was. Uh, all right, we're going to get into race actually so you can tell us a little bit about yourself in two seconds let me just get this out of the way so i ordered some pizza for my daughter my son and and my brother who's visiting uh on doordash and my order comes we eat i'm not thinking anything of it Bilal sends me a message on discord about the podcast tonight and right under the discord is a notification from doordash that says Bilal has picked up your order Bilal is, has delivered your order. So I, I messaged him Help back. I was like, bro, are you going to make it back? Yeah, are you going to make it back home in time? You're having a busy night. you going to be ready to record? Uh, you know, <laughs> the drive up. from VA to NJ. It, yeah. I mean, when you're a Jersey driver, I guess you can make it in 45 minutes back and forth, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. I mean, plus, you know, I'm beta testing that Elon Musk uh, – Hyper, hyper, yeah, hyper. <laughs> sounds right. Just for DoorDash deliveries, exactly. <laughs> but let's get go ahead. Let's get over to race, race. Why don't you uh, first tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into what you've been playing. Oh gosh, where do I begin? Uh, I'm. My name is Race. I am 28 years old. That's a good I place to start. <laughs> a designer here in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we've been here for a year and a half. Love it. Uh, we have two awesome cats that are not around right now because they're sleeping but yeah i i work uh partially in video games uh i'm helping out g4 tv relaunch so that's that's pretty exciting i'm working on the design end of things uh can't say too much but that's what i'm doing right now and then uh playing a bunch of different stuff across everything whenever i can and my backlog just seems to be growing as I keep playing these games. So it doesn't seem like I'm making too much progress, but still playing consistently every day. I mean, yeah, I can relate to that. I'll tell you what, as much as we praise Game Pass week yeah. in and week out here, it definitely is killing my backlog of things that I, I want to dabble in, I want to try. And what ends up happening is I just end up going back to games like Smite over and over again. Oh, boy, yeah. So I, it, 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 yeah, no, no, uh, it's funny you mentioned... Yeah, you mentioned that you're working on the G4 relaunch, and you can't really talk about that. Honestly, you saying that is more than I thought you would even mention. <laughs> I was going to actually ask you about uh, where you've worked in the past, because you have worked at some some video game places yeah. in the past, right? 
Yeah, I worked at Activision and Blizzard for three and a half years, I believe, and it was quite a journey. I like started at like peak amazing time at Blizzard. Uh, I started the day Overwatch came out, so it was it was a super exciting day, um, and got to work on a lot of the esports side of things for for Blizzard. So I worked on the Overwatch League, the Call of Duty League, uh, and then some of the smaller things for uh, like Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone. Uh, championship tour and things like that but it was it was a lot of fun when I started it was a dream job and then obviously as we know Blizzard and Activision has kind of taken uh, like a snowball downhill roll (laughs) which has been kind of interesting so I took that opportunity to kind of bounce away and, and kind of transition a little bit into more product design at like startups and stuff but trying to pick up clients here and there for for gaming just because it's it's a lot of fun to design for and i definitely don't want to get detached from it because i do i do miss it from the day-to-day like working at blizzard designing around video games and things like that so uh yeah being at g4 has been like a really fun way to reconnect and and the funny story is it's my boss from activision and blizzard went and is uh a higher up at, at g4 and he recruited me there so it's been nice to reconnect with him as well I mean, that's awesome. I always I tell mean, people... No, go ahead. I was going to say, tell us how you really feel about working at... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's not wrong. It's not like yeah. that's a secret, right? I mean, there was a yeah. there was a point, actually... I mean, it's probably his fault because uh, it happened right <laughs> after he started. So there was a point yeah. where Activision and Blizzard as a whole was getting kind of stale. I think they've started to find a little bit of their footing. I mean, obviously Overwatch is making these changes and we talked about this on a, a prior episode where nice. I think a lot of the changes, especially the five, the change to five player teams is really to make matches more engaging to watch, right? Because a lot of times you watch them and first off, they're a cluster because of how many characters are on screen. Yeah. But also, oftentimes they are just, it's like smashing action figures together for 30 seconds just to have like <laughs> yeah. a stalemate, you know? Uh, yeah, except in much. this case, often it was a minute, a minute and a half, and then finally something broke. Whereas now at, with five-man teams, having one less tank, I think you'll see those kind of engagements kind of play out much faster. Yeah, there'll and, definitely be a lot bigger plays being made. I just I remember the announcement happening and uh, hearing like from, from people working on the inside that all the esports team kind of just looked around at each other and were like, so who's the sixth man? At this yeah. Point? It was like this awkward silence. So that's that's going to be interesting. But I think the, the overall like team play and the dynamics of the game are going to be a lot more fun to watch at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I, I actually, every once in a while, will catch a match. I think that when you understand what's going on and they've obviously gotten better actually tracking the action as they've, they've, it's been a couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, I think it is fun to watch, but I do, I do think the six on six is part of the problem with what, with making it accessible to everyday people. So I think the switch to five V five should be a good one, but all right. And talking about that. Why don't we get into what have you been playing lately? Yeah, uh, if I'm starting, God, uh, speaking of backlog, the reason I can't get through it is because I'm playing Warzone a lot with a lot of my friends, and um, it's probably one of the most recent online games I've played for like more than six months straight, and I think the last time I did that was either with you guys on, on Apex and Blackout, uh, or even before that, like Halo Days, so like online games have been coming and going and in kind of like spurs for me but this has been pretty consistent in warzone um it's been a lot of fun reconnecting with friends and playing uh quads uh some days duos whatever whoever's online and playing it's 
the meta is in a really good spot where there's not like one completely broken gun so you can kind of pick up and and play and still have a shot so it's been a lot of fun it's been majority really good to to reconnect with some of these friends and just getting better at the game warzone the the learning curve is a little steep i think for for new beginners like call of duty is so arcadey and so is warzone like there's nothing really realistic about it but um it's not so much that like pow 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 run pow 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 run pow pow, pow. like there's a lot more cover and and kind of more strategy and rotation work when you're playing with the team so it's been a lot of fun um that's kind of holding me back but then games that i've been focusing on focusing on like the past couple weeks i started resident evil last week and am pretty pleasantly surprised with it so far there's like a few things i'm like a little uh on the edge about i loved resident evil 7 and i loved it being primarily in like a single house and the story of yeah it and like the, the general location of louisiana and stuff and uh it really scared the shit out of me like a lot of the the points in the game um, this time around, it's definitely more like fantastical and, and like lichens and all this stuff. So it's not scaring me as much. It feels more of like a, like a, a horror kind of action horror. Yeah. yeah. an action horror. So it's, it's been a lot more fun in that, in that regard. But I, I think I went in anticipating it was going to be like as like tight, close quarters as Resident Evil 7. <laughs> and I was kind of thrown off by that. One, wow. I, yeah, I think one of the scariest parts in that game is in Lady Demetru's, uh, uh, Lady Demetru's um, castle in the basement. Yeah, and, and, and one like it's tight, close quarters, and like and that sequence that happens there scares uh, scared me a lot. But I think the one that got me the most was I was walking through the village, uh, which is for the most part pretty quiet. I walk through yeah. this doorway, I see a lichen like eating a corpse. I see him. And then two seconds later, I jump because it registered so late. It, it, it hadn't turned around. It hadn't paid me any attention. And it, yeah. out of nowhere, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, yeah, um, I was just happy uh, that nobody um, nobody at all uh, was around to see me do that. Because yeah, that I feel like <laughs> you mentioned that it's more of a fantastical and arcade horror. What it reminds me a lot of, the more I think about it, is it very much is like the closest thing to the video game equivalent of Grindhouse, where we had, what was it, Planet Terror and Death Proof released together, those two movies released together, as Grindhouse. And it does feel like every section you get into is this different kind of campy horror, right? And we talked about this before. You do have more... I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't know how far you are exactly in it, but there is some, like, body horror. There is some... You know, um. yeah, yeah. I think I'm about halfway through at this point. Um, so I've gotten through a good amount of it, and I definitely have gotten scared in in some moments. And I've been pleasantly been been pleasantly surprised at um, just like the general setting of the game. Like mm-hmm. I, when I first saw the castle, and like when you first like come out of the woods, and like you see like the whole world, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is like. I look like I'm about to play Castlevania right now. and Like, I'm going to go right. and, like, do something completely different. But um, <laughs> I've definitely had my fair share of scares. Um, but the, the claustrophobicness is gone. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, which is, like, kind of nice, but also <laughs> different. So it's it's yeah. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I've only beaten one Resident Evil, and it was seven. So, like, I'm, okay. I'm glad that I'm making my way through this one. Like, I haven't beaten any of the remakes or four or, or any of that stuff. And I've, I think this gives me, like, the 
go ahead to like play those because I'm because I'm enjoying it so much. So. so so the funny thing is the first Resident Evil, since we're on the topic, so the first yeah. Resident Evil I ever actually beat was Resident Evil 5, and that is probably the most arcade-y uh, of them, yeah. and action-y of them all. And so I was not really into the franchise as a whole. I mean, I, I've talked about this before, but I didn't really have a, a PlayStation console growing up. I was always whatever the opposite was. Same. And so uh, 7 was the first one that I like fell in love with the franchise, and then I did go and play the 2 remake, and that was so fantastic they did such a great job with it that i then played the remake uh resident evil 3 remake and me not having any nostalgia for it thought that was also fantastic i mean a little bit on the short side but but still great and yeah i love a i think you talk about it not having that claustrophobic feeling and and not having that feeling of like being restrained right where the movement is smoother in this um Ammo doesn't seem like as big of an issue as it yeah. normally is in these games. But what I do think that helps with is I think it helps with the pacing of the game. It is the first in the franchise where I felt like at no point that I want to play it, put it down. Like I could have played this all the way through just because of how, how much fun it is to play. Um, yeah. And any, anytime I died, the few times I, I, I did die, it wasn't out of, frustration it was literally out of well there's a part later on that i'll wait for you to get to that we'll talk about sure. but it wasn't out of frustration it was just lack of skill and yeah. whereas i hate playing games and and losing because of resource management right like yes. i mean i understand that's the allure for some people but um it's but not yeah it for, for me, me yeah that's not for me yeah not it for me either um i'm playing on just like normal mode right now so um, I haven't had trouble with ammo at all either, and it's been kind of refreshing. It's been kind of nice knowing, like, I don't have to be so intense with it because that you're right, the frustration kind of settles in, um, and that's probably me being more casual with, with Resident Evil. I think another side of me, like the, the side that loves, like, Soulsborne games and things like that would want a tougher challenge, but that's why I play Soulsborne games. Right, I don't right. want it out of Resident Evil, uh, at least yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh have you been playing anything else um the last thing i started and i can't believe i haven't played this was the the ratchet and clank game on ps4 uh so i'm making sure i get through that before rift apart comes out because i'm very very excited uh for it and it's from from what i've seen so far like the gameplay trailers and everything it's the first game i've seen that like even 10 years ago what i envisioned like next gen would look like like all the dynamic stuff going on in the background, like everything kind of going on, like it just screams like a next gen title to me, uh, along with her, like the new Horizon gameplay footage as well. But uh, yeah, I'm playing the PS4 Ratchet and Clank right now and I'm having oh. a lot of fun and I can't believe I never played it before. I mean, you picked it up at the best possible time because they put out that PS5 update for yeah. uh, 4K60 and uh, that game was already gorgeous on the PS4 Pro, and so I can only imagine what it looks like uh, on the PS5. So, yeah, I felt like I was playing a current-gen game. Well, I don't know. Like, I felt like it wasn't dated whatsoever, and that was an early PS4 title, I think. Yeah, I mean, that game holds up. Actually, one of my most controversial takes involves that game, where I actually think that's the third-best PlayStation 4 uh, exclusive after god of war and bloodborne and so wow 
Naughty Dog, the gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> Naughty say. Dog, Naughty Dog <laughs> already Dog knows. They already know I have beef. Naughty Dog's not <laughs> even in my top five, if I'm being N- honest. Naughty Dog wow. makes great movies. They, they do. Make, they make they very good movies. movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Bilal, take it away. What have you been playing? All right, what have I been playing? I have been... I finished Biomutant, and what I said last week stands. Um... I did come around to the combat, like the world, the open world is very well crafted. The lore and everything is fantastic. Uh, but the way the story's narration plays out through a narrator dictating all the dialogue uh, really disconnects you from the characters that are within that world. And it really becomes uh, disconnected because there's this entire vengeance story um, that is built in uh, to the narrative. And then when you actually learn about it, it's just a narrator going, hey, yeah, you know, like, this is what happened to this guy, and this is why you guys have beef. And you're like, I would have loved to have these two characters talk it out and have this been revealed in a way that, like, with actual characters. I mean, everyone in this world is a furry of some sort. (laughs) They're, like, some sort of anthropological creature. Uh, And, like, they're cool. The, The characters are cool. And so they should in their own right, be able to... They should communicate it. I mean, like, people love mascots. Look at Overwatch. Like, Overwatch is... The characters are just as big as the gameplay, the gunplay in those games. Look at Apex as well. Like, the characters sell your game. And, like, the fact that Biomutant didn't have characters, um, it was just... You could replace them with trees and nothing would change, you know? Do you you think if they went the... Legend of Zelda route, and instead of having a narrator, just had text popping up or like an old school JRPG. Would, that would have been, been better. better. Yeah, wow. it would have been a hundred percent better, just because yeah. it, it would have given the characters uh, more uh, characterization. Because what it ends up coming off as is somebody needed to write down dialogue and just wrote general notes. And the narrator read those like shorthand notes of like this is the part where you learned about what happened with in this area and like it's like it's like radioactive explosion caused all this to happen uh, and that's what the narrator is essentially telling you no no uh, qualms to the narrator whoever I don't know the voice actor for him a uh, fantastic job I just wish uh, like and you can have him like in the world explaining things as events happen in the background but. Give the characters room to breathe and talk. Um, I, I I wrapped up on it around the nine ten hours. I streamed oh, the last yeah a little bit shorter than I thought it would be actually. Well, I yeah. I'm I'm I mainlined it uh, okay. after a certain point. I did all the tribe stuff. There's like if you ever played Saints Row two, I think there's like you know how you can the, the gang wars and take over territories or yeah. things yeah. like that with the tribes, uh, yeah. which I I started because it was one of the main quest lines, and then like halfway through, I realized I could persuade people. Uh, to just be like, hey, I can either kill you or you can just surrender, and all of them just surrendered. And when I got through half the tribes, they were like, well, you can either continue with this conquest or everyone will just fall in line. And I was like, okay, fall in line because I don't want to go through these conquest steps. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's still, I mean, there's still a lot to do in that open world. Like, there's a lot of side quests. I just didn't see the point for it because I didn't feel like I was underleveled or the chase was that great. There's a lot of, there's a lot of systems in this game with the crafting, the weapons. I just wish they were they all came together or they removed some uh, to let certain systems breathe. I wish the combat was a little bit better. Yeah, um, I was gonna uh, ask like, about that. Yeah, yeah. I, like I found a combo that worked for me, uh, but like even then, like I would do the combo and sometimes it just wouldn't hit uh, when I was right next to the character. So like 
I was like, I don't know if this game has iframes where like uh, the yeah. distance actually matters. Like, like I kind of wish it like magnetized They're, me to, to finish the combo yeah. on them because it, it would just feel better. That enemies um, are attacking everything. Yeah, like. I, and I think like they can fix. They, they tweeted out, you know, they're gonna, they listen to the feedback. They're going to try fixing things. Uh, and like if they could fix that combat, the fan, combat can feel good. I really think this is a game like people like, you know, if it's on sale or whoever comes to Game Pass, definitely check it out. Um, I I don't think there's the narrator stuff with the dialogue and how the story is told can be changed without drastic revamping of the game from the ground up. Yeah, they if, did. They yeah. did say the next patch is going to address the narrator in some way, right? I, so. I, I, I I'm not sure what they got planned for that, but if they have a, additional dialogue options, like or yeah. ways to tell the story, that'd be great. Um, yeah. uh, I would check out a Biomutant too, though. At the end of the day, like I think I fall like at a six, <laughs> a five point five six out of ten. But like, if they could address all these, I would definitely check out a Biomutant too. Yeah, I, I mean that's just on the strength of the world that's that is there right and yeah. the environment i mean exactly that and the character models i mean i i think i everything that you have talked about positively is what attracted me to it in the first mm-hmm. place yeah. it's just a bummer that at the end of the day uh, especially when it comes to the combat that it just wasn't satisfying i think it's how you described it last time just having no yeah. real impact and that yeah. that's just like a no-go for me yeah no i'm i'm 100 percent with you on that it's just i wish I really wish they could have nailed, just nailed each one of those parts, get it to connect a little bit better. Uh, if they did, I think this game would be a stellar game from a fairly small studio. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I had an okay time with it at the end of the day. All right, and so tell me nice. about this next game you've got listed up All here right. that you've been playing. So uh, during my nightly <laughs> ritual of laying in bed with my wife and like scrolling through TikTok, I came across... A, app ad it was an actual advertisement for song pop party on apple arcade so you know all those musical game shows um it's just that there you choose a playlist you jump in arena mode against three other people and it chooses on like a random shuffle of someone's playlist and then it plays a small clip and you get four choices you either choose the artist or the song uh, and it, I played it. it for two to three hours uh, wow. in bed that night and it was so good um it, it, for me, it gets a bit tricky with, um, like, country music or rap. But when it comes to, like, the major hits of, like, the 90s, the 2000s, it, I'm not, I don't listen to music all the time, but like, yeah. you know, I was surprised at how well I was answering. Okay. Um, I would love to stream this game, but I just <laughs> know, like, we just get hit with a DMCA right away. <laughs> yeah. Bro, they're sending DMCA emails to people pre-warning them even if you haven't gotten any strikes i got yeah. an email and oh i was like God. i was like nervous i was like wait a second and yep. then i went and checked my account it's like no no no, no. you've got no no strikes nothing claimed against you and it's funny well i saw your i saw your tweet on it and i downloaded it and i started playing it and it was it was a lot more fun than i was anticipating and it's it's really hard <laughs> i i thought i knew my hip-hop pretty well like i i do but i was like consistently coming in second to whoever these people are online listening to the same songs and they just they hear it and it and it kind of scores you by how quickly you recognize yeah, the song right. and answer yeah. and these guys were answering like 0.4 seconds and I, so, so, I haven't even heard a like a beat yet or anything and they were they were answering all right, so, hold on, it, hold on, real quick, real quick. Just because it reminded me of something that was buried deep in my head from a long time ago, <laughs> and this isn't even video game related at all. So just <laughs> bear with me. When I was in 
I had to be when I had in between junior and senior year or just after senior year before I went off to college. I had gotten a job through a temp agency and it was essentially a uh, customer support line. And I don't to this day, I still don't know what we were doing. It seems like what we were doing was helping to test and fix the automated software that comes on. So we would listen to a clip of somebody calling the support line and then we had to based on what they said enter in the next command right so if they said you know press five for blah blah blah, or say five for blah blah blah, and they said five we'd have to hit five okay if they a lot of times it was just people screaming operator operator and so we're just like hitting <laughs> operator but the way we got paid was you got points based on how fast you were and if you were correct and the way you were correct is if the majority of people selected the same thing and there was also a way for you to like dispute whether that was actually just because the majority <laughs> went with it whether that was actually the correct thing so i mean they're just logging dispute after dispute after dispute um i think i lasted like two weeks of that job because i kept falling asleep listening to people complain about not us not understanding them or whatever <laughs> Anyway, so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, song pop. Yeah, so uh, if you're catching the stream, I've got a video playing. Essentially what it does is it teams, it, you can play solo uh, against CPUs, up to one to three CPUs, or arena mode against players. You get experience. Uh, you do about, I think, 10 to 12 songs. Uh, and, you know, as Ray said, uh, fastest person uh, gets more points. And then afterwards, uh, the next you know, next person uh, gets less, and if you get it wrong, you don't get any points. The lowest amount of points you can get is 50. So if you take your time, you're guaranteed 50 points. And so at the end of it, whoever has the most points uh, wins the round. You get uh, experience to uh, level up, and every time you level up, you end up getting uh, a key. And these keys can be used to buy additional collections. And so with these collections, you can then unlock new playlists to play against other people. So if you know if you're good at 2,000 top hits, you can get that collection and then wreck people in that. Um, it also felt good to wreck people uh, who I knew were just younger because of their usernames and the year at the end of them. And they'll be like, ah, oh, you guys don't know 90s music. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was going to ask if it was a lot of modern music and stuff that's playing on the radio now because honestly... The only game I'm going to win based on just listening to a clip of it is if from 2004 to now, they're just playing clips from old podcasts and I got to name like <laughs> episode and which podcast it's from. That's all I ever listen to these days. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've got a short list this week as well. Not a lot new coming out um, and somehow I missed Song Pop Party. So... <laughs> I <laughs> you gotta you gotta see my tweets. Look, I influenced <laughs> race to try it out. <laughs> I uh I think I talked about it last week that I had started Returnal. I did talk about it. That I had started Returnal because I remember mentioning the fact that on my second run I beat the first boss and I got to mm -hmm. the second boss. Uh I think the second boss took me two tries to beat. The harder part about the second boss was actually just getting back to it for me. Because that desert biome is a nightmare as far as the enemies are concerned. At least for me, that's where I struggled a lot. Was just on your normal enemies getting to the mm -hmm. final boss. The third boss also took me two tries. And the first time I got to them, I actually got to the third phase as all bosses do. But I had the... Oh, what's it called? Like the lob 
bladder. What is oh, that? Like? The, oh, the, yeah. The rock, ge- the the rock, rock lobber. lobber. Yeah, the rock lobber. The best lobber. gun go. in the entire game. Okay, that is not true. Okay. <laughs> what? It is, I I'm telling you. I don't think. It <laughs> the is, disrespect. It is, it is not the best gun. If you say uh, the Hollow Seeker, I will slap you. No, I the, think ho- the Hollow Seeker. The, uh, listen, the Hollow Seeker is very good, but the Hollow this- Seeker is the, the. I think they put out stats. They said it was the most popular weapon used okay. in the game. Gotcha. Well, everybody knows that the pros use the Tachyon Carbine with That's a good le- gun. with with leech rounds as one of the perks. Where is that? Is that the gun that you shoot the pylons and then it creates like a beam no, or something? No, that's literally no, called like, like the regular, pylon. Yeah. That's literally okay. called like the electro pylon or something like that. Yeah. No, it's just your regular assault rifle. It's like the, oh, that one, one of the very ah, first ones. Yeah. That's, so, um, that's like I'm, playing soldier in Mass Effect. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You get this with the grenade alt fire and leech rounds as one of the perks and you'll... I mean, after the third boss, I got it on my second try for the third boss. And after that, I ran through. I mean, you talked about this, too, after running, yeah. basically running. But it wasn't even close. Like, I didn't have yeah. to use my astronaut uh, yeah. mm-hmm. after that. And granted, I do think that the rest of the biomes are a bit easier because it reuses enemies. So you already know how to yeah. deal with them. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, I think besides the sixth biome, the sixth biome introduces some new ones. But like at that point, yeah. if your run is going well, yeah, you, yeah. you you're set. You're like um, in a zone, yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, so I I beat it. Uh, I want to say that. How long did your li- run take you, actually? So the, how long did my run take me? Oh, jeez. Um, did you do it in one sitting, or was it just like? No, no, no. I broke it up over three sittings, actually. And so, because I was playing, I mean, you know, it's hard for me. The The PlayStation 5 is in my living room, actually. So it's hard for me to just get that TV for myself yeah. with the kids using it all the time, stuff like that. So most of my runs occurred at 12.30, 1 a.m. And so I'm only getting, you know, an hour or two in. I did have one afternoon where people were out of the house where I got a, a couple of hours in. But I would say, for the most part... I spent time in that first biome just kind of getting, you know, currency and, and weapon proficiency, then yeah. heading to the third biome. And then from there, it was just, like I said, a straight shot. I really do think that leech rounds are kind of broken. I hope they don't change it because... What did they do? Uh, you get a chance on damage to get health back. Ooh. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. I didn't so, even have that. Yes. <laughs> so, we were talking about something else. I no. thought leech rounds were when damage when you over shoot time. The en- yeah, like damage over time. Oh, like to the no. Enemy. Oh. Yeah. No. So I was getting health back on damage I was doing. Oh wow. And so, and I think I talked about this last week too. Is that this game, the difficulty that's there, the fact that it is a third-person action shmup, right, <laughs> is tailored for my skill set when it comes to difficulty. <laughs> And yeah. so I'm actually kind of upset with myself with the bosses that did take multiple tries, even taking multiple tries, because in my, obviously, you know, hindsight being 2020 and now I've gained the skill from playing it as much as I have, but those bosses aren't that difficult to, uh, aren't that difficult, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. if you stay moving and you get the hang of timing the dash, then, you know, it, it really isn't. I think this is one of those games that's going to go down as people remembering it being more difficult or talking about it being more difficult 
than it actually is. I kind of feel that way. And granted, like I said, this game is kind of tailored to my skill sets. It's kind of the same way I feel about like the Ori games where people talk about those being ultra difficult. And while I think they are a challenge, it is tailored to my particular skill set. So I didn't find them as hard as say, you know, Bloodborne uh, was. Granted, you know, those games are not my, my skill set. So, um, but yeah, and I, the environment in this game, the character design, just the way it feels to play, all fantastic. Question for you. The runs are too long. Yes. The runs are, the runs are too long. It is yeah. insane for a roguelite to take. Brutal. I mean, this this final run. Granted, I did a quick chunk of it in, in one go, or, or one run. This last run had to be like a three and a half, four hour plus run, and that's just wow. not okay in this type of game. <laughs> yeah, like, no. R- Race was there for my um, my text messages. He's part of yeah. the second thread where the, I was up uh, all night. <laughs> the thread was hilarious. Like yeah. I just saw it like progressively get crazier and crazier he's like all right yeah. i finally beat the third he's like holy shit i'm on the f- okay i'm on the fifth okay i'm on the last boss he's like okay i beat it yeah <laughs> oh the third was... boss by the way is the best boss yeah, yeah. yeah agreed yeah. agreed sure. it is awesome it is I a really good boss beat in the game yet mm-hmm. mostly because i forgot my controllers at my friend's house but <laughs> i fully plan on beating it when i get back but the reason i have it is to your point the runs are like if you if you die two and a half hours in you're just like all right, I'm gonna switch to something else and like yeah, get 100%. back to this another day. Um, so yeah, I'm, I totally plan on beating it probably this this coming week or this weekend for sure. This, and this, I, I think I said it as well uh, when the run where I actually beat the game was actually the run where I would have likely been my last run because I think I, I was about to be done with the game because the runs took mm-hmm. forever. Because like I would get I do all the biome one besides the lockdown room just to get my health up as and get the weapons I wanted. And yeah. you get to buy them three, and then get, take one hit from the drone, and just be like, "Forget this." Yeah, those, those drones freaking are... <laughs> rockets, man. Take out like one fourth of your health. See, yeah. that's why you can't use the rock bladder or whatever it's, <laughs> it's called. Listen, it's, you no. gotta use that. You gotta use you guys the don't know how to use it. <laughs> hit fire, just keep moving. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why I have a Seeker. Yes, the Hall Seeker destroys those things. The... Yeah, I got this unlock. Um, I don't, I don't know how like the rhyme or rhythm of like the unlocks are for the guns mm-hmm. in this game. That's the one thing. Like, I there's so much that I just don't know how it works in the game that yeah. I just kind of unlock. And I, I unlocked like these, these like Dragon Ball Z esque like discs that like shoot out of the gun, and they do massive damage out of the Hollow Seeker. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen it like any sort of upgrade in any of my other guns. But that's why I'm using the Hollow Seeker so much now. Is that one upgrade? Like, it bounces around and it just completely decimates everyone it's fantastic I, i'm just imagining this small little krillin just doing his <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is he's on my shoulder he's just on my shoulder just like throwing it, it, it's it's all good until you get to the biome where frieza is oh gosh <laughs> yeah almost um there. it's funny because this game is 100 percent not a okay just one more run game this game is like you're done you're done the run and you're like i need a drink (laughs) and i need to like go lay down i'll be back um that means that means you feel about the story uh so i i think it is very interesting i also when i was done i went and read some like you know theories and on, Mm -hmm. on what it all means i also listen listen yeah. If you release a game and 
it's a roguelite and the runs are five hours long and then you have the nerve to have a second secret ending <laughs> i'm coming for you all right because that is first off i hate secret endings i hate yeah second because i'm not and I've, I've talked about this before i'm the kind of guy who i play a game i'm done with it right I don't want to replay the same content I've already played. I think that's why I tend to stick with, you know, multiplayer games. Because even though it is kind of the same rinse repeat, every encounter is different. Every, especially Battle Royales, right? You're picking up different yeah. loot, you get different weapons, found yourself in a different ending zone. And I'm just not the kind that's going to play a, a single player game multiple times. Especially not like, now don't get me wrong, I know that Hades has to get its true ending. You have to beat it multiple times. But those runs are nothing in comparison to, yeah. you know, what you Hades have Hades is fun all the yeah. way through. Even if oh you have a bad God. run. Like, yeah, I love it. Because I, th I think in Returnal, one of the problems I do have is, like, there are runs where I just don't get the weapons Anything. I want and buy right. one. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I get to buy them two and three, and I'm just like, please, God, I just need a chest. And nope, that, that's not it. Like, I've had runs where I've gotten to the boss, and I've beaten it, and, like, in bombs one and two. Uh, and then died like in the next biome and then i get to uh, the next run i die in like the third room because like yeah. I, I don't know if i was just being yeah. careless or just frustrated now um, it, it, it's a great time like I, even now like I, I don't plan on doing this i was planning on doing the secret ending i don't know if i want to go actually do I, it I, I, but listen, i'd fire it i'd fire it up again just I, to just to quick play run. yeah so i would fire yeah, it yeah. up again just to play like six months from now or if it comes on <laughs> playstation <laughs> plus uh yeah. but i don't see myself playing it. and i looked up what the second secret ending is and it just doesn't add enough to justify it in my opinion yeah gotcha. and so now as far as the story itself i i will give them credit i did not see it going exactly the way it went i thought we it would be something very similar to mm -hmm. what it was uh, I think they do a decent job. And granted, I think part of the reason is, and I, I, I realized this as I was watching other people's videos and stuff like that, is that, and this isn't, this is going to sound so arrogant, but I don't mean it that way at all. But because I didn't die again mm -hmm. after that, you know, because I'm such mm -hmm. an alpha gamer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but because I didn't die again after, yeah, after that third boss, I wasn't getting those little snippets of the story. The house, the little, yeah. yes. house moments. Yeah, the house. Yeah. Even when you die, you get those like kind of like flashbacks, yeah. right? Yeah. And as you go on in the game, you start getting flat more flashbacks that kind of mm -hmm. allude to what is actually going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say though that. Uh, and without being spoilery, is that of course it did trigger me a, a little bit. Uh, I I don't even want. I'll be blonde knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and so I hope that, it was rough. <laughs> like, I, I hope. Uh, yeah. I yeah. hope six months from yeah. now this gets brought up again so we can talk about, uh, talk about that <laughs> yeah um i'm glad Bilal did not warn me about it because he knows that that's the kind of thing that would trigger me uh but also when i beat it i was like i can't believe Bilal didn't warn me about it uh oh boy I'm excited. but yeah i i complaints aside i think the long, runs being as long as they are and they're not being an ability to save in the middle of a run, I think those are huge missteps, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe if you could save in the middle of it, it kind of offsets the runs being as long as they are, but because you can't, it just... One of our mutual friends, Matt, has also been playing it, and he put it down because twice 
he lost progress in the middle of one of his runs. Oh, and so man. if that had happened to me even once, I would have just, I would have been done. There's no way. Yeah. And so, Actually, yeah, well, I got lucky. I never had any crashes or yeah. runs reset. Yep. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. But did no. you actually did you uh, mess around with the daily challenges at all? No, no. Yeah. I took. I played a I, few. I, uh, I, I, were... when I when I found out that it doesn't actually add anything, like I thought, I thought you got ether from you it. You just get ether it. from it, but you oh, only yeah, get like but, five yeah. ether a day, which is like nothing. So uh, yeah. It's... Also, also, I wasn't hurting for ether because if I didn't have ether, guess what, baby? We're rolling the dice. We're rolling. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> except except in the last biome. In the last biome, yeah. I was coming up on chests and I was like. What level is my carbine? What perks do I have? What am I sitting on? <laughs> bye bye, chess. I don't want any of you. And I just yeah. had to the end. There, uh, uh, so, uh, not to get too spoilery, but at the end of the game, when you beat the final boss, every time he does this, every time he does this, he gets too spoilery, in my opinion. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. No worries. You, you jump down this giant chasm uh, and uh, you, chasm, you, like you, you chasm, <laughs> and uh, you uh, hit, hit the ground at the bottom. Uh, there are people who have beat the final boss, had the parasite where you take fall damage, no. and forgotten to dash no. after beating the final <laughs> boss. Uh, it is it is great. Uh, I feel their pain, but could you just imagine that happening? I would I would turn I, it off, delete the game. I don't think I'd play again. <laughs> I believe it a hundred percent because I one one of my runs I had that or in that run I had that parasite, but then ended up yeah. you know taking it off later. Uh, and there was a point where I forgot that I even had it because I just wasn't falling from high places. And then at one point I fell and I left you with a little bit of health. And I was like, what the, what, like, what, what just happened? happened? And I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, that little rat on my back is like, <laughs> but, uh, all, all that's to say that I love that game. I don't like, I don't know. It's so funny. I don't think I've ever had a game like this where I think it's so fundamentally wrong in some of its game design <laughs> choices that don't impact the actual gameplay right yeah. so the actual gameplay is so so good that it just pushes me all the way through and i i i absolutely love my time with it i mean yeah it is better than anything naughty dog has ever put out <laughs> yeah shots fired I, I i need to i need to get some stream, like a stream deck button that's just a shots fired <laughs> that's amazing uh, anyway do you want to say like last point uh yeah the reason why i had so much fun with it and like the the controller like the ps5 controller like shined really brightly in that game and it just I like forgot until I switched to Warzone, and I'm like, "What is this like squishy thing that I'm playing with right now? Like this trigger?" Um, yeah. So I really I, had a lot of fun with the the controller on Returnal so far. Yeah. So it's funny. I think for me, uh, I think the haptic feedback is fantastic in Returnal, especially when you're it's raining. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. I and I too often would aim down sights and accidentally trigger my alt fire with gotcha. it that for me i kind of hated that gotcha the, gotcha. the good thing is i discovered part way through is you don't have to aim down sights in this game like you yeah. can hit fire if you have yeah, the right weapon you fire. can just you can just hit fire yeah that's the way to go yeah. until you're using rockland, your all fire in that rockland lobber oh my hit god fire oh. unbelievable <laughs> yeah. damage over time you just you fire you move out of the way like i didn't even need to aim that weapon was the best oh my god i want to meet someone who who used the shotgun because i could no there's not. no way there's no, no i want to i want to see someone who is playing with it because how how do you fight anything the 
the, the third oh, wait, boss. I'm wrong. The, I, the third boss is not the best boss in my opinion. The fourth boss is. The third, <sighs> the third boss, the fourth boss is the coolest. The third yes. boss is the best I, fight. I did beat the fourth boss. Yeah. Yes, but the, the fourth the third, boss is, is the, the third coolest. boss is the most cinematic. It's the most yes. Michael Bay. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But did you feel, no, did you the third boss is the most. The third boss is the most Kingdom Hearts. Is what it is. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Oh my god. <laughs> um, how relieved were you when you? Got to the end of that fifth biome, like where you collect the three keys, you open that door, and you realize there's no boss battle. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I was a little bit confused. I thought they were gonna pull one over me. I was gonna go into the yeah. next one and be greeted by a mini boss at least right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I mean, I, okay. yeah. I do think it's weird. It was like jarring, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's fine. Okay. I think, I think it has a perfect number of bosses. I also think that. You even even when you get to the last one, you're kind of like, all right, I know what we're doing here, right? Because it's not they all shoot stuff at you, you know. Like there's no <laughs> there's no varying in. Uh, granted, their attack patterns are in the patterns they spray it in, blah blah blah. But it is fundamentally kind of the same encounter uh, every time, outside yeah. of the third boss, yeah, the Kingdom Hearts boss, yeah. Uh, God, but. Yeah, all right, so that wraps up. What are we at right here? I'm going to just take a quick peek and see. Uh, 49? Yeah, 49 minutes. Yeah, we just had to come to the realization that our podcast is now an hour and a half long, <laughs> always. I don't, listen, I don't have a problem with it because my favorite part is talking about what we've been playing. So, yeah. uh, Bilal, you want to go ahead and take us into the news? The news. Let's jump I gotta, over. I got to look at these. I had random link open. Okay, here we go. You know what we've all been dreaming of for the last two, three years? The upgraded Nintendo Switch. Yes. <laughs> I feel like is because this, we've been talking about this, like every, it's, it's been. I feel like it's been rumored every for six months, ever, 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 every, every, yeah, yeah. Since, since the Nintendo Switch came out, there was a rumor. Um, yeah. So Bloomberg, Bloomberg is reporting that um, you know they've talked with a few of the manufacturing, the contacts they have there, the assemblers for this stuff, and. They're saying uh, uh, announcement is imminent uh, in before E3. It seems like a lot of Nintendo partners have Switch Pro, uh, new Nintendo Switch, uh, Super Nintendo Switch. Uh, not sure what the naming convention is. There's been a, quite a few of them going out around. Uh, but I think I think in the next week, within the next week, we'll likely have an announcement of what is uh, what this console will be like if. It, and it seems like I can't tell if it's gonna be a mid console uh, release or if it's just Nintendo extending the switches, uh, or if there'll be like a Switch Two after this, or if there'll be exclusives like they've done with the new Nintendo 3DS. Uh, so I'm. Uh, but what what we do know uh, from talking to, uh, with the from Bloomberg is the unit will be uh, will have a larger seven inch OLED screen with the 720p this resolution, which is the same as the current. Um, Oh, the resolution is the same as the current one. Yeah. The OLED screen is new. Um, yeah. And so the seven inches from other reports that I think came out of the Spain site as well is it essentially is getting rid of the bezel. So you'll have essentially is a very beautiful tablet in your hands uh, with OLED screen. Uh, it'll be capable of outputting 4K <laughs> resolution when docked uh, and plugged into your television. And the standard switch, you know, it has a 6.2 inch LCD outputs a 1080p. So, uh, 
very curious. There's been no confirmation of anything in terms of like if there's gonna be Bluetooth in this, uh, which it really should uh, uh, yeah. have. It, yes, um, agreed. Uh, the uh, the I think the Spain site that uh, reported also mentioned that the Joy Cons will be compatible, which makes sense. You shouldn't uh, they really shouldn't put out new Joy Cons. Yeah. Though I wish they would upgrade the Joy Cons to feel more like the Sp- Split Pad Pro. Um, split Pad like bigger. The split Pad Pro is so good. Is yeah, so uh, good. I would lo- like. I know it's a Nintendo license. I know they did it with yeah. uh, uh, X Machina. But uh, I, you know, I would really like rumble versions of those. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think the other the other thing that uh, folks are really excited to hear about is uh, if um, the DLS S uh, from NVIDIA's chips. Uh, so deep learning super sampling. Yeah. Uh, essentially, what it will do it, the chip the AI goes through, looks at the game, and uprises. Uh, the graphics it's magical uh it, it it doesn't solve everything but it can take a low resolution game and make it look a lot better yeah, um, sure. uh, you know even with cyberpunk a game on pc that I played like you, you could tinker it towards uh frames per second or resolution yeah and, it'll, and depending on how it's implemented on the switch it could uh definitely uh <laughs> uh sorry i just read the comments uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. uh you could definitely, uh, you know, uprise a lot of stuff. Like, I really want a better-looking Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I like playing Monster Hunter. I love World. Uh, Race, I know you bought a 1X uh, just to play Monster Hunter World because the one, the one wasn't cutting it for you. Like, uh, you know, I, I hate to be the graphics snob, but sometimes no, you just need I, it to look no. a little bit better. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it, it matters. totally fair. Yeah. And so it's one of those things I actually wanted to bring this up it's that you mentioned that, is that all of us own the Switch, right? And yeah. the fact that it's going to seven inches, in my opinion, is is great. Uh, as everybody knows, every inch matters. But no, so the fact that it's still 720p isn't a problem, right? Because if iPads has taught us anything, it's it, it's really about the PPI anyway, right? So uh, about the PP. Yeah, I knew you were gonna. I see you like giggling when I when I when I, I said it. I was waiting it. for Vlad to say something. Yeah, and so I, I and my problems with this switch were had nothing to do with how it looked in handheld mode. I actually think that the games that have been coming out, as far as the way they look in handheld mode, are perfectly fine for what we're what we have in our hands, honestly, for a portable. And that's the way it should be treated when it's in handheld mode, like a portable. Now, granted. What I would like to see is some improvement to frame rates uh, in handheld mode. I think that's where we can get an extra power boost. And then absolutely the ability to output 4K on a TV because the biggest problem, eh, one of the biggest problems with this Switch (laughs) is how it looks on modern 4K TVs. It really does kind of look bad. I have that M cable, which allows for a little bit better picture quality mm-hmm. or up, upscaling of the resolution on one connected to the TV. And it, it helps. It definitely helps mm-hmm. with some games, uh, but it's not enough. And so yeah. here's, fingers crossed that yeah. one, one, <laughs> one, this thing can be pre-orderable <laughs> uh, because uh, yeah. right. oh my God. Uh, scalpers, yeah. uh, God, I don't want to have to pay a premium. I don't want to pay a premium, <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know what? I'll have to do what I did last time. Have my wife get on the website and <laughs> just grab a pre-order because she yeah. managed to get everything. Wow. Yeah. She's got the touch, man. She got I, the touch. I, I will say the, 
the one thing though that I need to hear is, and it has to happen this E3, is we need to hear some sort of revamped chat system for online on the Switch. Because honest to God, I mean, you talked about it should have Bluetooth capabilities for so that we can use actual dedicated Bluetooth headphones on there. Uh, it, it, the thing that stops me from playing the Switch online is playing online with friends is awful. Like having to yeah. use my phone, whether oh, it's yeah. Discord yeah. or their awful party chat app that they came up with, is <laughs> is Lace, a disaster. You, re- you remember when we were playing Smash Brothers together when that Dude, came out? Tried. It was the biggest mess. I mean, we've all ate. I've Splatoon, right? I've tried. Yeah. Like It's just... Thing it's is, Splatoon a, is so it's, fun. Too. It's so good. Uh, oh. I want the one game I've been playing that I didn't mention. You know, I mentioned it last week is uh, Knockout City. Knockout City <laughs> gives me Splatoon cool. vibes in the same way that it's it's just fun. It's just like yeah. pure nice fun. Yeah. Um, and I, so, I totally would have played Splatoon a lot longer had the online services been like anywhere near just functionable, like yep. functioning. Yeah. It's just it's just real bad. So hopefully they do something with it. I have low hopes in that regard. Like my expectations <laughs> yeah, right. are just like non-existent. So if that that's a plus, I would be ecstatic. I all I'm telling you, all I need is a party chat. I don't need yeah. anything else. Nothing else. Like just give me a party chat. That's, that's system it. based, and let's go from there. Yeah. All so, right. all right, jumping from the world of Nintendo, Rob, I thought you were gonna do the lights. Oh yeah, sorry. It's kind of I'm jumping to the world of Xbox. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, I can do those. Yeah. Oh, don't, God, don't. it's opened in the wrong tab. Oh, my God. What is that? Technical difficulties yeah. all over the place. <laughs> all right. Xbox has announced their E3, not E3, uh, showcase, the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. It seems like Microsoft is bringing out the big guns for this uh, this year. Um, which is their acquisition of Bethesda. Um, so according to this, Sunday, June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> there we go, Rob. Uh, for those on, <laughs> for those not watching the live stream and listening to the podcast, you'll see Rob switching his lights in the background <laughs> to the proper console uh, manufacturer. So we have green for Xbox. Oh uh, yeah, so Sunday, June thirteenth at ten a.m. Pacific time, one I believe that's one p.m. Uh, Eastern, which means I've got a block. Oh, no, that's Sunday, so no, I don't need to block up anything <laughs> uh, for work. Uh, thank you, Microsoft. Uh, so they're saying it's gonna be a ninety-minute show, uh, packed with you know an epic gaming lineup coming out of their partnership with Bethesda. Um, so what we do know that they have on their docket uh, is Halo Infinite, which yes. has to release this November because otherwise, oh my God, I don't yeah. I, I I don't know I don't know what happens if that doesn't. Uh, we know Everwild is in development from Rare, Avowed from Obsidian, Perfect Dark from the Initiative, though it might still be early on that one. Yeah, I feel like that and Avowed. I feel like it's still a little bit early for them to yeah. necessarily yeah. show a whole bunch outside of. Yeah, maybe. maybe just mentioning in a sizzle reel, you know, uh, all these games are coming or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think oh, I think maybe we see, and I'm hoping we see some Fable news because we know that's coming out of Playground Games. They had formed that second team to kind of work on it, and at this point, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon Three has been out for 
two years, right? So even if the four. Four, four, yeah, four. Oh, Fire Rising Four, yeah, sorry, has yeah. been out for two years. So even if some of that team does is working on Fable as well, at this point, the bulk of that team would have transitioned to whatever their next project is, leaving just behind a smaller support and and DLC team, because the fours of that we are for sure going to get this year because they said they were taking a year off, being last year, is the next fours of Motorsport. Right. So, and we... I hope there's enough of a shakeup to that formula. I, it's, it's a good formula. They have the Horizon uh, series has a great formula. Yeah. I just wish it's, they do shake it up a bit. Uh, add something new. I know it's kind of hard to do in the racing genre. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I and they've done great stuff in their DLC. Like I think uh, what was it the Hot Wheels? <laughs> uh, yeah, they DLC? did Lego yeah. and Hot Wheels. You, and you know stuff. what the next? You know what the next step is? Is they have to Assassin's Creed it right? Where you have this open world that is mostly based in reality, but then has these like fantastical elements. Yeah. Maybe you go. To, I mean, it's been a festival the past couple of years, right? What do you get at festivals? Mushrooms. So maybe your character <laughs> takes some, you know, psychedelics and starts tripping, and you get to drive in these magical worlds. I mean, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Or ready? Here's what you do. You have Bethesda. You have these. 86 other studios that you bought recently. You have the Spider-Verse version of Forza Horizon where you drive through different locales in all these properties that you own. That'd be cool. I I have been playing Horizon 4 recently uh, off mm -hmm. of my F1 itch. I just wanted to drive something fast. Um, They had that... That brings up a really cool point. Like they had a race that was dedicated to cyberpunk, and like that yeah. whole entire race was completely detached from the Horizon world, and it was yeah. so much fun. It was it was really cool. They they gave you the actual car from Cyberpunk, and then you you drive it, you race it, and it's like this whole experience. And I feel like if there's more of that, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, and, it, yeah, Bilal yeah. mentioned the Hot Wheels partnership and how they keep bringing that back. I mean, the best stuff that they have done has been the stuff that's a little bit more fun in and concept. I think with Forza, they've also, I think this was last year, during the summer maybe, they also released that create a track mode or like an event type creator mm-hmm. for Forza Horizon. So, I mean, I mean, the tools are there. So, <laughs> you know, you got your Halo Forge for Forza. Yeah. So, yeah. what more can they add to that toy box and what can people come up with? Because I know that did get added way past the fact, but uh, you know, with Forza Horizon Five, I think we might yeah. be able to see some cool stuff. Yeah, coming but out. I mean, it's still going to be a couple yeah. years. Like I said, the next one's going to be motorsport, yeah. so you're going to get your ultra serious track racing. Yeah. yeah, and then I think they'll probably move to. I think they'll continue on this two year cycle between releases. I think it makes mm-hmm. sense. It gives each release time to breathe, mm-hmm. and they've been fairly successful with their DLC releases for these games. Uh, I so, think Forza Horizon is a, a fantastic racing game. It's actually like the yeah. only racing game I still pop into. I don't. I've tried to dabble back into the Need for Speed series when they release new ones, and I'm always just kind of disappointed. Whereas yeah. uh, Horizon yeah. just looks great, feels great, is the right level of arcadey and and sim for me. Yeah, and so yeah, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I know. I think Psychonauts two will be showcased, and mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see. Uh, announcement trailer for that and it drops right after the show yeah uh, I, that, that game's ready for preload already on yeah, game pass yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i think i agree with you i think that is yeah. their like and you can get it right after this yeah and so 
And, and you know, I, I'm guessing we'll see what's next with Sea of Thieves, a game that... I am still shocked at how big that game is after yeah. how it launched. Same. It, yeah, it's we, we need to play hey, thieves. Hey, listen, credit credit to them because the, I've yeah. I've dipped back in with friends who discovered it later and friends who still play, and they've added like actually fun content to that game. And there's things to do, and there's a little bit more direction. I mean, it's still one of those games where you get what you make of it, right? What you put in is what you're going to get out. Similar to mm. a a a Minecraft or something along those lines uh but yeah i'm i mean i'm excited to to see what they do next i think as far as this showcase i think the thing that is most exciting for me is what's going to come out of bethesda not just seeing possibly starfield um i think just hearing what's next for wolfenstein right yeah what is possibly next for doom a Wolfenstein 3 would just be yeah exactly what we need. Yeah. I'm yeah. also curious just because of the business dealings involved on whether or not and if so how much time is dedicated to their upcoming releases of uh Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo like and those are PS5 PC launches first correct uh, and then yeah, later yeah. to I think a year later for xbox console yeah i mean i don't think they've even said like what the exclusivity deal is on that stuff oh yeah yet. the term yeah it could be six and months so yeah so here. i wonder yeah. my guess is that if it is six months they will say it's six months yeah. right at i wonder this, if they even sh- i wonder if they even show those two at on microsoft stage or do or they or just leave it for sony, sony to show off yeah Oh, yeah, I, I don't think you waste your time for a Sony exclusive <laughs> um, as, as much as it's a nice highlight. But I, like, would, I, I, th- I would love if they saved it for Sony and let Sony show it off as part of some co-marketing deal that Sony has in place with Bethesda. And, like, we just get Phil Spencer coming out on Sony's, like, thing. <laughs> No, Deathloop is a big game and yeah, part of the Microsoft yeah. family. <laughs> and we're glad to bring it to the PlayStation <laughs> console. <laughs> For this one, though, you're yeah, not, you're like, not getting the sequel. One. Yeah, you're and, not getting the And then, the beh- yeah. then behind Phil Spencer, you see like a Ratchet and Clank doll sitting on his show. <laughs> and everybody's just like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> you just need to troll everyone like that. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I, for me, I'm keeping my expectations tempered. I know it's an exciting E3 coming out of a new console launch last fall, but we also had COVID to deal with. And I know a lot of studios are still trying to figure out you know like they're finally getting their footing you know a lot yeah, of right fell yeah. behind schedule so as much as i want this to be a super exciting e3 i'm just gonna keep it my expectations tempered and, yeah i think know, e3 2022 that that's my hype that's where <laughs> my hype will come <laughs> i think the reality is is i think we're gonna get deeper dives in to halo infinite and the second uh senwa game What's the second one? Yeah. First one's uh, Senua Sacrifice. Senua's Blade. Saga Hellblade yes. 2. Senua Saga, yes. I think that's yeah. what we're going to see. A big th- And I'm excited for that. I mean, to this day, I don't think I've seen a game do better facial and motion capture than, than that first one. Uh, I'm sure there's some people who would say maybe a certain studio has done uh, you know, very well in those regards. I still think that the first one has done it the best. And granted, a lot of that is just direction, and the, and the focus of that game was smaller. Yeah. So, 
the focus was actually on like the facial capture and stuff like that. And so I'm really excited for that second one. That first one was such a pleasant surprise for me. So question, um, do we do an Elden, Elden Ring bet? Does Elden Ring show its face El- on the Microsoft stage? Yes, it does. I think so. It does show its face. It is literally 10 seconds. We get nothing new. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like we're still here. Yes, it's it's just George R R Martin like, oh, I finished this script for Elden Ring, Uh, and then like Winds of Winter is just sitting in the trash right behind him. (laughs) You know what? We do get Elden Ring. It's confirmed for 2022. This is my bet. It's confirmed for 2022. It's not going to release in 2022, but it is confirmed for 2022, (laughs) and that's my bet. Fair bet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do we get a car on stage or on stream? Yes. Do we? No. Uh, it's it's but it's going to be because it is, you know, a stream. It is going to be on a road, uh, somewhere. Okay. I mean, and they have who, they have to. And and who is the celebrity uh, that will win everyone's heart for Microsoft? It's Jack Black, isn't it? It has to be Jack Black. Oh, for Psychonauts too. I actually yeah. wouldn't be surprised if we see the rock come out because he has done so much cross promotion with microsoft lately with that zoa energy mm. um that they have been doing so oh, i yeah and he's been talking the xbox refrigerator yes exactly yeah. and he was talking a lot about how he came out and unveiled that first one right like helped unveil that first one so he has some history there <laughs> i would not be surprised i also want to be surprised if we saw the rock at nintendo's <laughs> conference and we saw the rock at playstation's so conference because <laughs> he's at Everything Everywhere. he can get his hands on, he, yeah. He, he's there doing Just Dance as part of Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next story here. Um, let's see. Who loves Pokemon? Can I get it? Can I get a yellow in here? Like Pikachu yellow? This is the closest I can get. Nice. All right. The Pokemon series is getting a remake? Remaster? Oh, yeah, remake uh, of, the orig- yes. of the Nintendo 3D. Uh, the Nintendo th- uh, DS uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, uh, dubbed Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining, Shining Pearl. I don't think I play these generations, but I do enjoy the Pokemon uh, from their generation uh, in Pokemon Go. So these released in, don't tell me, I mean, tell me after I guess, but these released in 2005? I would. I gotta pull up because the, the reason I I, I I guess that is because I do remember playing these, and I think this is when I was in college and I had just became friends with uh, uh, one of my buddies, and we had we had grabbed them around that time. Oh six, oh six in Japan, okay. and oh seven in right. North so America. It, 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 it would have been yeah. while I was still in the dorms, right? Yes, so that yeah. makes sense. So uh, this is they're releasing November nineteenth on the Switch, and then we have Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is releasing in on January twenty eighth. We already have a twenty twenty two title from Nintendo. Uh, it's a standalone game. It's apparently open world and taking the entire franchise in a new, uh, entirely new um, structure of radical direction. Um, so excited to see what Nintendo actually does with Pokemon in an open world setting because I think we've all been dreaming of it. Yeah. Just give it to us, Nintendo. Just give it to us. Yeah, I, I mean, just I hope that and do it and do it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I hope that open world is like lively, and I'm a little reluctant to get on the hype train just because of Sword and Shield was like so barren uh, in Sword terms and of. 
Sword and Shield was so easy too, which like was yeah. the reason I ended up beating it. And like, it's cool what they do with Pokemon mythology because like that part of the game was cool. Like yeah. I don't need I don't need to do gym battles or no. whatever eight badges I need to get. Do something cool with the mythology in the Pokemon world. They have cool stories. There's apparently a koala Pokemon according to this Kotaku article I read last week <laughs> that is born sleeping and it never wakes. It never wakes up. It just it, in its entire life it lives and dies sleeping. Yeah, I want to see like really tragic. cool moments. I'm, I'm not that around. far off, honestly. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's that's not far off from my existence. If I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's it for Pokemon. Uh, last week, if you were with us, you were joined me and Rob in the new section of everything is getting a stream, and so we're about to kick off on some of those announcements there. So number four is. The Dragon Quest Anniversary Stream uh, kicked off with uh, quite a few announcements. So we had uh, a mobile game announced, which looked like a match three. Uh, it's called Dragon Quest uh, Keshi Keshi Keshi. You're just making stuff up right now. <laughs> Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi. Okay, <laughs> that's what it's yeah. called. Um, then they followed it up with. A Dragon Quest 10 10 uh, anniversary update. They showed a video. Dragon Quest 10 is the MMO that released on the Wii and it was ported over to the Switch, but it's been Japan only the entire time. So they're spending a lot of time on this. And remember, this stream is simulcasted in uh, Japan and uh, North America and has English translations over it as well. And so everyone's getting hyped. Uh, the trailer looks cool. And then as they're talking about it, the little asterisk pops up. No plans for worldwide release. Yeah, and everyone's like, everyone's like, God damn it! So it looks dope. They talk about 6.0, which is the next update coming later this fall. Um, the new expansion is the climax of the game story so far. Uh, and then they go into their next uh, update. It's like it's Dragon Quest. It's Chibi, and then it's revealed that it's Dragon Quest 10 Offline Edition. So for everybody <laughs> that did not get a chance to or didn't want to spend time in an MMO, you'll get a traditional Dragon Quest uh, on the Switch uh, coming in not in the not-too-long future. My favorite update, though, uh, not even uh, Dragon Quest Twelve, which was announced at the end of the stream, yeah. it is the Dragon Quest Three HD2D remake. I hope I... Yeah, HD2D remake. Uh, so if you played Aquapath Traveler, uh, I forgot the original one, uh, you'll know that HD2D style that... Um, is used by Square Enix in their RPGs. This looks phenomenal. Uh, the game looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, he, the art, I think it lends itself better. Uh, the world's vibrant. It looks great. And like even like the battle animations um, come to life. Like it, just the perspective, the way that Dragon Quest and uh, uh, monsters look in the world. Uh, I am pumped. Uh, and so that is going to have a worldwide release later this year. Um, so excited to see that co- uh, later this year. No, no, no date yet uh, or platforms, but I'm excited to see where exactly that ends up. And then we also had Dragon Quest Treasures, which is now a 3D puzzle platformer of uh, starring Eric and his sister Mia from Dragon Quest XI. Uh, same thing, worldwide release, no date. And then Dragon Quest Twelve 
which was a local reveal. Yeah. Uh, it's they're calling it the Dragon Quest for adults. Uh, they're trying. They're going into radical, uh, big changes for the series. I think they might be adjusting the traditional combat battle system of like you know choose attack or magic and you know like the turn-based style. Um, no platforms or release date, but again, they mentioned worldwide release for Dragon Quest Twelve. So, race, are you a Dragon Quest fan? So I actually am in the middle of Act Two of Dragon Quest Eleven, and I'm playing on the Switch, and this is my first Dragon Quest game, and I am like severely, pleasantly surprised, and it is so fun and so much more in depth than I had ever imagined. I had like a JRPG itch, and and I just decided to pick it up, and now I'm consistently like chunking out of it, and it's it's been a lot of fun. So these these announcements have been super super exciting for me. Um, especially the HD 2D remake. Um, I, I liked Octopath Traveler. I didn't get anywhere close to beating it, but I really enjoyed playing it. So I think with Dragon Quest storytelling, which I've really enjoyed through 11 so far, I'm I'm going to look forward to this for sure. Yeah, so I I don't know, man. These <laughs> announcements... No, no, no. The thing is, these announcements get me excited of the thought of playing Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that one came to Game Pass recently, and I keep thinking about installing it but then just knowing just how many hours it's, it's, a, it's a long game and long. so long and game. so that that's kind of my problem actually this I, like, I, I told my boss he finished act two of that game i was like you can finish act two and just call it quits like <laughs> the third act is the third act requires grinding but like you could be happy like i'll, I'll be like just re- read the ending for act, yeah. act three what happens in act three because it uh, it is a very long game <laughs> no one I'm of these days you. yeah go ahead uh no i'm with you like long games like valhalla uh hmm. i could never like there's there's just no chance of me putting in that much those that many hours no matter how much i love yeah. the game um but f- i think dragon quest does a good job of like sucking you back in when you want like an rpg itch and like i i love that when you turn on the game they have like the loading screen which is essentially like this is what this is what happened last and it, like kind of catches you up to speed so i don't like jump back into the world i'm like i don't know where i am i don't know what i'm doing uh so even though i play like once a week um, I put in like three, four hours in a week and it feels really good. And one day I'll beat it. And I think this is going to be one of those like hundred plus hour games that I actually beat, which yeah. will probably be a first, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So my problem is, I mean, you mentioned like Valhalla and the one saving grace in games like that is that at some point I could just go, all right, I'm just going to mainline this. Mainline, right? yeah. If I have the difficulty set a certain way, I can just go ahead and mainline this. And you just can't do that with these JRPGs. Yeah. Like I've got... You know, six hours sitting on Persona Five uh, that I keep wanting to go back to, and I don't I, like. I'm just barely out of the first. Uh, you got it. You know, I, Kingdom or whatever. So, I, I'm with you guys. There's times yeah. where I just want like a 15 hour RPG. Yeah. Just, just give me the short tail. Yeah. Like yeah. this guy needs to go get wood. You know, in the forest. You know what I loved? <laughs> I loved the Outer Worlds. Right, because it gave me a Western RPG that I could beat in 25 hours or whatever, you know, like yeah. give me more of that. Um, but I'll say this with Dragon Quest 11, the thing that clicked with me so well is a lot of the RPGs nowadays, especially the JRPGs. Yeah, they are the systems in them are so convoluted. Sometimes I just want to hit attack, hit magic, and then like yeah. a limit break of some sort. Yeah. Uh, like, like the Xenoblade games, 
people rave about them. Oh I've God. tried them. I I drop those games so quick because like it's it's just not for me. I like I like that traditional. I don't need it to be yeah. eighty hours like Dragon I, Quest. I but got like sixty it, hours into Xenoblade, and I even after that, I was I was done. I couldn't do it anymore because they yeah. just sixty hours. Could you believe sixty hours into the game, there were still tutorial screens popping up onto yeah. my feet, and I was like, yeah. that's it. I can't do this anymore. And so, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like. Co- make them episodic do the final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> yeah. route like at 100%. least at least like i could sit down and do that and then by the time the next one's out i'm ready for that chunk yeah. again because even Ain't even pers- yeah uh, um no thank you uh even <laughs> even like persona 4 golden which is on my top 10 of all time favorite games list right which is insane it's definitely the only jrpg that that holds that spot uh, actually, there might be some discussion for Skies of Arcadia, but I was much younger and had a lot more time. But even that game took me a year of playing here and there on the Vita to finally beat, right? So, yeah. All right, let's listen. Let's go ahead. Let's get past this. Let's go ahead and get into the next news story. And Bilal, while you bring it up, I'm going to run this down because... Yeah, we this one is yeah. and And quite we a bit. just have to kind of pump through it, so... Yeah, you talked about where we are fully in the live stream the, for the, whatever the, reason. We are in pre E three. Yes, yes. Like yeah, this is pre E three. We're getting we're getting we're getting some major announcements. Like last week yeah. was a lot. Yeah. So go through this and one, so Rob. I'm gonna go through this one as fast as we can. So this was everything shown at the Sonic 30th anniversary stream. So there was a couple announcements about crossovers, not new titles, but actually Sonic appearing in other games. So we got the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, which is coming out even though those olympics probably not going to happen at this point uh the game is coming and there is a absolutely horrendous sonic skin it's basically like if you told a competitor in the olympics that they could wear a furry outfit and that's what it looks like a hundred you remember do you remember the sonic movie before they that's what is that but like it, it's funny because like that game also has like an astronaut suit so like they're going there with yeah it. Uh, which is cool. I'm always for that yeah. kind of silly stuff. Like I, I yeah. joke about this game being horrendous, but like honestly, in a game like that, the uglier the better. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, Two Point Hospital is getting a Sonic skin and cosmetic on July 30th, and then we have Lost Judgment, which is going to have Sonic the Fighters playable in Sega arcades in the game. Now this isn't uh, unusual because they're in the Yakuza series and in and I believe in the, the the last one as well. You can correct me if I'm wrong. In the arcades, there are you can play some Sega classics. Virtual Fighters, yeah, exactly, and yeah, some other arcade and games. So it's just funny that Sonic the Fighter is considered not a good game by any means. Yeah. Is appearing in that, but I I think that's cool. The one I'm excited out of all of the announcements that we got so far is actually this Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is that Wii exclusive game uh, from 2010 is getting remastered for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and obviously will be backwards compatible on the PS5 and Xbox Series S, uh, S and X. That's coming September 7th. I never actually got around to playing that game, even though it was considered to be good. And I am actually a Sonic fan when they're good. And, like, I enjoyed Sonic Mania. And so being able to play that one on a modern console, not with the Wii remote, it, it is exciting to me, and I will be checking that out. Uh, Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisp is an animated short that was announced, episode one coming this summer. I haven't checked out any of the newer Sonic animation, right? They had that Sonic boom and, and maybe one other one and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, 
yeah all right fine <laughs> like do you uh yeah. sonic origins compilation with sonic one through three and knuckles and sonic cd we talked about sonic knuckles last episode right and how cool it was yeah. that so if there's not an option for me to get knuckles in one through three then this has is dead on arrival okay and I, that's cool that, again this isn't the kind of thing that i get into i'm just not if you're just remastering stuff if it's something i've already played i just can't get hyped for it can't get it up uh playstation now and luna announcements sonic forces team sonic racing and sonic media are coming to these streaming platforms uh i don't care at all about luna it's kind of in the same boat as yeah, stadia for me i tried it um and then as far as playstation now although i personally don't subscribe to playstation now i am always intrigued to see what sony does with that platform as a whole and what they do to try to put it on par with game pass and i think the problem is going to be until they release first party games day and date the same way uh game pass does i think they're always going to be even if they have more titles and a ton of high quality titles they're always going to be lagging in public perception just because of that fact yep and then there was a teaser at the end for a new game uh i actually didn't see this you have this on here it looks like sega accidentally revealed the name of the new sonic game yeah so it's gonna be called sonic Sonic rangers yeah so they sent a a press release out to press as most uh publishers and developers do after uh uh, you know they're sending out news and the one they sent to eurogamer Uh mentioned the game's name is sonic rangers but if you actually watch the trailer it's a cinematic of Sonic running. He draws a symbol on the ground that nobody understands what this symbol is. And then it, and then it goes 2022. Nobody knew if they had what to be hyped about or what this game was even about. It was just a random logo and yeah. Sonic in 2022. Hey, listen, um, I'm going to be honest. That was enough for me to be hyped. I'm excited for a new Sonic game. If it is a 2D Sonic game. I, I don't know. If it is a like it was. <laughs> if it is a 3D Sonic Adventures where Sonic whatever nonsense then then I'm I'm out. Just, so I cut it from the news, but there was like a mobile news thing and they brought back where Sonic uh as like a card or a gotcha type thing and I was like, "Ooh, they they're not really they're not quitting at all with uh yeah. the bullshit that they bring into Sonic where it's this I'll find it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't Weir know. Sonic. I can't believe Weir Sonic is canon. Look at this beautiful, beautiful creature if you're on the street. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the reality. I'm looking at this right now. I'm, I'm peeking. If you see me looking down, it's because I'm looking at the phone, looking at the screen. And I really don't think that's a bad character design. It's just a terrible concept game and execution. But the design is cool. It's one of those things where it's like, if I saw this as like fan art, I'd be like, "Oh, that's pretty well done fan art." You know, the fact yeah. that it is official canon and actually part of a, a mainstream like franchise, a mainstream entry in the franchise, is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and roll into the next story. Did you watch? Did I, either of you guys catch any of these next two streams we're gonna be talking about? Or so, any uh, of these I, streams? I caught actually. them. Okay. I caught them. Uh, what about you, Ray? Did you see any of the Dying Light Two gameplay? Not Dying Light Two, but I caught the Far Cry Six gameplay. Okay, so let me just run through the Dying Light 2 real quick. Honestly, it, it still looks like the same game they kind of showed off, you nope. know, uh, 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 two years <laughs> it, ago, it, it, years ago. It looks and like so, more Dying Light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, we had already seen this whole, like, these different factions when they had first, like, unveiled this game. Uh, 
And so, granted, it it looked good back then, in my opinion, and it still looks pretty good now. And so I am kind of tentatively excited to to give this game uh, a try. But they didn't show me anything new that that I wasn't already excited for, if that makes any sense, right? There wasn't anything yeah. that I saw that was like, oh, that's why they've been silent this this mm-hmm. whole time. And so I think I, I think one of the, the things that they're trying to do is like this. And they, they talk about in the trailer of this gameplay trailer is like the ever evolving world based off your choices. Sure. And like how branching it's going to be. Sure. I, 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 like, I remember reports coming out saying they were struggling with that and how, how that all works. I really wonder how well executed it is. Like, right. is it just going to be Mass Effect in the end where like so, all yeah. my choices lead to so, like the same. All, the, all roads the lead to the same destination, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just how we got there is slightly different. Um, like maybe my Tali survived, yours died, but you know, uh, but like it, it, it's more dying light. It's four player co op. The game looks great. The parkour looks awesome. Uh, the verticality, yeah, verticality looks great. Uh, and the and zombie design's awesome. Like I can't complain. Uh, I remember playing this with Matt and you um, when the first one came out, and we had a blast. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, honestly, it being four player co op is 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 cool yeah. and. Uh, you know, it's set to release in December. We'll see kind of what the talk is around it. This is definitely one of those games where I can see myself waiting for those day of reviews to come out. Because it's definitely, yeah. I mean, come on. Let's, if we're being honest, this isn't one of those games that's going to get like a two-week review lead, right? Yeah. So I, well, I, don't, I mean, it, it, it looks good. I mean, even from the gameplay trailer, like, like the game, the game, the world looked good. It's very well detailed. The parkour action looks good. Performance, I'm really curious to see because this so, is this is coming out on Xbox One, the Series X, PC, PS4, and PS5. Um, and so I'm really curious on the last gen uh, consoles how this performs versus the um, actual current gen yeah. uh, ones. Yeah. Uh, and, let's let's uh, December seventh for that. Yes. So the next one that. Came and these are kind of in chronological order, right? Yes. Yeah. And so the next uh, live stream we got was that Far Cry Six one, which can you believe that they announced a live stream time for what was it nine thirty Pacific? So that's what twelve thirty our time. And then I'm sitting there watching it just to see a thirty minute countdown timer pop up after yep. they already yeah. like had it running. I was so, I was so annoyed. Anyway, so I I actually learned that today when I was uh, watching the trailer for the first time, and then uh, there's comments going like, "I can't believe I waited 30 minutes to for like a six minute trailer, yeah, or like a game I mean, like, listen, it looks great, yeah, it looks great." And, yeah. and truth be told, I saw that there was a 30 minute timer left, came back, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is going to launch on October 7th. Now, this is another one of those games that was supposed to launch till end of last year or earlier this year. You know, I can't remember exactly, and it was mm-hmm. just. Delayed indefinitely. The gameplay we saw, again, it looks like a Far Cry game. Except the fact that the... It's bonkers. It's like Just Cause. Yes. In a, in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that it yeah. seems like you're... You know, the last couple of Far Cries were very much like... Uh, the environments... Uh, self-serious? Well, no. I mean, self-serious and also... But the jungle environments or the... Mm. the the lands that they were on were uh, underdeveloped, right? Yeah, for the, yeah, for the most part. It. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this seems like, even though it is a a failing country of sorts and, and probably a, an impoverished one, right? 
it is still feels more like modern time yeah, in a way. And yeah. so I am more excited for that. I also hope that my, my problem with the Far Cry thing is that Far Cry, even more so than Assassin's Creed, really has just turned into the checklist, the game. And yeah, so if they sure. can kind of focus that a little bit more, which this seems to actually be doing, uh, I'm excited for it. I mean, I even like how they showed them you walking into like a downtown area and pitting your gun away, right? So I, that I people... was actually, I'm actually very surprised by all the locales that they're showing. Yeah, this. I thought it would just be another jung- jungle or beach type setting. Exactly. And then, uh... But this one, it kind of, yeah, it just throws her in the middle of like, a country like it really honestly feels like a country uh i think my one of my favorite things from the trailer from this was like in the early on in it they're like oh there's a can of beans or something you get to use everything and to uh you know craft your way through and then next thing you know there's like a weapon that shoots cds and it's playing the uh, macarena like, yeah yeah it's playing the macarena yeah. and it's like a, it's like a buzzsaw and i was just like this is great and there's like the rockets firing off the back i was just like i'm like what is this game like it started off with me going i don't know if i'm that interested in this and into i gotta check this out <laughs> yeah it just seems like it's gonna be just I, I know Far Cry games are like above and beyond and like just like crazy, but uh, I feel like this one's gonna be a lot of fun. Like it just the setting mostly has me most excited. Like I think it's like you said, part of it's gonna feel like Just Cause, part of it's gonna feel like a just like a a Far Cry game. But if they they combine it in a way where it feels like streamlined in a really good way, where it isn't just like unlock this, free this camp do this like i think it'll be a lot of fun. yeah there's there's so much absurdity that like could make this game so much more fun uh so i'm excited plus like their environments have always been like really well done so if they do this like very diverse area well done like i think it'll be one of the more memorable open worlds hopefully yeah yeah i mean the, so, and october 7th for this yeah and the game on... looks gorgeous yeah um and yeah it's coming out on pc playstation 4 or 5 Xbox One, XS, Luna, and Stadia. Ubisoft continues their efforts to support pit it everything. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I hey, prop props to them yeah, for yeah. doing God's it, yeah. good work. Yeah. Hey, and it's not that much more work, especially when it doesn't seem to be when it comes to stuff like Luna and Stadia. Right. That was kind of the talk that it wasn't that much more yeah. work for developers. I mean, why not? You know, if that's just another revenue stream, I, I respect the hustle. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about this next game that nobody actually cares about but people swear they do you you monster (laughs) uh horizon forbidden west was the next one to get a gameplay reveal and boy does this game look pretty yes it's more horizon zero dawn it's more horizon zero dawn new dinosaur machines new tribes there's a plague there's a there's a plague that's wrecking the world um and aloy is tasked or on a quest to figure out what's causing the plague and help save the world um we see new combat there's like a new charge up meter um there's a new features like a grappling hook uh, which allows her to zoom into places uh, and it seems like it could be used on almost anything yeah. <laughs> which is kind of neat uh swimming underwater um and the underwater sequences look fantastic as well there's like i think there's like a crocodile machine she's floating through during that gameplay trailer uh, there's a glider uh, because everything is Breath of the Wild now. Yeah. And thank God there's a glider. And the next thing, climbing. 
Because yeah. when this game came out alongside Breath of the Wild, I was so frustrated that I couldn't climb anything. Not even this little ledge um, in Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm, I'm glad like Forbidden West is like uh, showing everything that's there. Just some new weapons. Uh, it's a fantastic yeah. gameplay trailer. Uh, uh, no date given yet on this, though. Yes, they added a glider. But you still can't climb everything. In fact, well, you have to. Yeah, in you fact, have to the climbing. The, it's yeah. Oh, hold on. The thing they they talked about was that you now have to like use her dolphin echolocation or whatever it is uh, that she has. Which is, it's 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 got to be part of the tech, right? What's the thing that she like has on the side of her head? Do you remember what uh, the thing's called? I, I forget, yeah, I, yeah, I forget anyway. what it's called. Also, yeah, yeah right. Focus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. She uses that and it highlights where she can climb. But it's still the exact same type of handholds that were in the first one. They're just not immersion breaking now because they're not just obviously the handholds. Like, you know, it's one of the things that we excuse in video games all the time. It's just a video game thing. Uncharted does it. Uh, The Horizon, the first one, had it where it was, what, yellow paint, which is, you know... Resident, and, Resident, Evil, well. Resident Evil has yeah. the yellow paint on all the boxes yeah. you yeah. can break. And so it's just something yeah. that we for, it's just something that we forgive. I just think it's silly that to have to focus. Yeah, to have to, to just yeah. just so that just so that just so that it doesn't show on their beautiful, admittedly beautiful environments. Yeah. Like and don't get me wrong, everything I saw on this looked great. I'm gonna play it because as much as I downplay the first one, I still enjoyed the first one. You know, I just don't think it's as good as you think it is. And so, Monster. <coughs> uh, but no, I, I think it, it looks great. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Did you guys see the kind of talk and drama regarding her appearance in this yeah. that has come out on like social media? Oh have you seen god. this? Yeah. No. I oh my god. So there, the keyboard warriors out there are talking about how Sony first parties for whatever reason, have to make all their female characters more masculine now and not feminine, which also is kind of ridiculous considering that, you know, as far... And obviously they say this because of The Last of Us Part Two, but, like, Ellie and Dina were still super feminine, right? So it's not like, yeah. you know... Uh, and When you're doing that much climbing to survive? <laughs> like, you're going to be checked. I don't care. Like, she's not even... Gonna... She's not even that... So she isn't I will say yeah. I will say though I will say though that as far as Horizon Forbidden West and the new the Aloy model that they're using now that I did notice that it looked different and it was jarring to me mm-hmm. but just because it looked different it wasn't yeah. because like she's you know There's... thicker now or or that like I that's not where my mind went my mind just went oh there's something a little bit different uh, uh, about yeah. her face and so. Yeah. I think the way they're uh, lighting her, I think they said it's like hero lighting or something mm-hmm. on her where she's a bit, there's random light that comes out of nowhere to shine up her face, um, which makes sense. Also, um, I mean. But yeah, no, it, it's it's outrageous. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. She's not going to sleep with you, bro. Like, who cares? Yeah. I it's You should see the mock-up <laughs> that they, they put oh, in comparison. It's, oh, it's bad. There's this funny oh. tweet by uh, Avali May. Um, she was like, yeah, because the first thing Aloy should be doing before taking down, like, a mechanical saber tooth and alligators and making sure that her foundation is flawless, right? Like, yeah, come right. On. Exactly. Like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, 
it's ridiculous uh, no it's 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 nuts uh especially like n- not for nothing but you're staring at the back of her red hair for most of the game anyway like i i just i don't get it and at the end of the day it's one of those things where yeah like i admittedly she looked different to me and 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 some it's funny because some angles she looked the same and and other angles so it could just be the lighting or whatever but at the end of the day it's not my creation i have no agency over the character design at all right like if gorilla wants to make changes to design then let them make changes uh and they wouldn't be the first studio to make tweaks to character designs anyway i mean not for nothing but nathan drake does not look the same across the four games you know um and so and i mean we're talking about resident evil granted the explanation in that is all the steroids he's been doing but chris redfield looks (laughs) nothing like he does in any of the other ones and so chris redfield so i don't know that's that's all a lot of nice listen i am admittedly excited and i hope that i love Horizon Forbidden West as much as Bilal likes uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And, hey, listen, and I enjoy the story in the first one, and I'm all in on that sci-fi prehistoric yeah. vibe they have going on. I'm with you on that. Uh, all right, let's – I think these next couple, if we can go by yeah, quickly yeah, yeah, on. Yep. So let's – oh, wrong browser. <laughs> Give me a second here. Bilal, what these days? You're, you're playing with fire. You're going to open, like, the real wrong browser. <laughs> hey, I'm pressing – I'm pressing pre-program buttons. And what kind of man do you think I <laughs> okay. take me for? Do you not see this crib behind me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's cool. This one uh, is cool. This, yeah. Yes. So the, uh, the Last of Us fans know that HBO uh, has picked up uh, the show as a series with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey of Game of Thrones uh, playing Joel and Ellie. Uh, one additional casting update was... Um, the voice actress for Marlene, uh, the leader of the Fireflies, uh, um, Meryl Dandridge, uh, she's reprising her role as Marlene in the show. So it's the first time we actually see a voice actor uh, uh, playing their actual character in a live-action uh, version of uh, a game. And so it, it's actually pretty neat. Uh, the actress, uh, the last recently I most saw her in was the flight attendant. She played like an FBI agent. Um, great actress. Uh, so I got no complaints. I'm actually really excited to have her, um, you know, character portrayed uh, exactly as she wants to. Uh, uh, bringing that over one to one. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's so cool. I mean, it's also one of those things where I think we hear it a lot how people wish that they would use the the voice actors or the capture artists for these live action yeah. adaptations of and it, part of that is because we are at a point in video games where the medium has evolved and grown to the point where we are getting quality award worthy performances out of these people on a yeah. fairly regular basis and yeah. they deserve the recognition beyond i mean the truth be told they deserve the recognition solely based on the work they're doing in these video games and unfortunately they're just not getting it the way that tv and movie actors are and so seeing one be able to get that opportunity uh, in a role that they originated is is awesome yeah um it's funny i love how everybody's like oh yeah bella ramsey from game of thrones and i'm like 
No, she's from that Netflix show, The Worst Witch, where she was <laughs> the lead character for like five what? seasons, and they switched <laughs> what? these characters. Listen, I've got a soon-to-be eight-year-old daughter. All right, give me a break. Also, that show is pretty good. It's called The Worst Witch on Netflix. Uh, we have TV podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we tried that uh, mixed bag uh, also, podcast before. Uh, uh, also, if you're looking for a Last of Us movie, just watch uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Because the Quiet Place franchise is just Last of Us uh, in movie form. I need to watch Sound it. Monsters. <laughs> um, next story. Uh, watch Dogs Legion on PC gets a zombie mode with its latest update. It's a standalone PvE mode uh, available in Alpha on PC. Um, the story we're reading from Polygon just checking through it's a survival mode that ramps up uh, the game's gunplay considerably players are tasked with finding and seizing supply caches guarded by albion and clan kelly adversaries and eluding the shambling slobbering horde to reach an extraction point is this a online multiplayer or is it just... no it's just it's, it's right. solo i don't care next solo story yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. no thank you yeah it's cool um uh, next story because you know, if you thought Nintendo Switch Pros or whatever they're called are hard to get. Oh, no. What happened here? All right. Going to have to open this what, one up. While you're figuring that Manually. out. So the, uh, <laughs> NVIDIA announced the RTX 3080 Ti and the RTX 3070 Ti. 3080 Ti is coming June 3rd, which is two days from now, at eleven ninety nine, $1,200. Yeah. The 3070 Ti, which I'm much more interested in, is coming June 10th for... Five ninety nine. I think that is a very good price point for what oh, is yeah. on it, offer. It's, it's only a hundred dollars more than um, the thirty seventy. Yeah. Um, I would love a card. Yeah. Um, so if anybody doesn't want to scalp one and send it to me, well, great. I mean, I, 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 I'm I'm hoping that the fact that they are implementing their mining restrictor, or whatever their mining chastity belt that they have on there, uh, <laughs> actually does result in less scalpers grabbing them and less you know uh crypto miners grabbing them yeah but it doesn't even matter because at this point there are still there's so many people like you and i who are hungry just for cards for ourselves for yeah. pc gaming that there's no way these things last i'm going to be disappointed by new stupid shuffle system that they have uh, for the next six months yeah yeah oh god i i I, I don't even think the last three times they yeah. told me I didn't uh, I guess so I, did. I think they were just like you, you already know and, we're just gonna say sending the email and the funny thing is I, I don't even want it for me I just want it for my son because my son's still rocking like a 980 Ti right my, one of my old cards I've got a, a, a 2080 which is fine for Discord which is mostly what I use my PC for it's funny because I'm like upset about this but I really don't sit down and play PC games all that it's, often on my on my PC, it's, but it's the fact that we can have it, yes, and can buy it, yes. and then yeah. lord it over everyone else. Yes. That that's that's the secret part yes. about uh, having a PC. It's like my uh, uh, my younger brother wanted a PS5 so bad at, at launch, and I asked him why because he barely plays with us now, and he's like to say I got it, <laughs> and so I I mean I helped yeah, him I know true. I I helped him get it. He got it, yes. and he's like, yeah, it wasn't worth it just to say I got it, but. <laughs> He's like, he's like, how's that Returnal game? And you're just like, right, you love it. Just, oh, just yeah, like, right. No, I was like, no, no, yeah. don't bother you. You'd hate it. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the thing that 
I already, that already bugs me about this story is the 3080 Ti is the MSRP is 1200 yeah uh, on it and I looked at 3080 cards just the other day on eBay and they're going for three grand oh my yeah God. Uh, already and like I they I think released for what like seven eight hundred for uh eight nine hundred for the uh, 30, uh, yeah before yeah, the tariffs yeah. kicked in I think it was like eight ninety nine something like that yeah yeah and I remember the scalp price was like twelve hundred for those yeah and I, and I everyone was like no it's too much just wait the cards will come yeah and it just it never happened and I look back at that and I was like I could I, I should have bought that yeah <laughs> yeah so like I I can only imagine what these thirty eighty TIs go for. Um, I see my buddy NG in the chat, um, <laughs> going through the same existential crisis as all of us. Yeah. Um, it's rough. Yeah. Um, let's see. Two more stories and we're out of here. Nope. Did I program that? Oh, I did program that wrong. All right. We'll skip that. Actually, no. Actually, we'll go do this one. We'll go to the last one. Uh, I don't want to skip that one. That one's actually worth it. <laughs> Rob, you want to take this one away? Yeah. Yo, if you skip this one of all of them, like... No. Okay, so it was announced that in celebration of Pride Month that all three episodes of Tell Me Why are free on uh, Xbox and on Steam, if I'm not mistaken. And did have any of you played any of Tell Me Why? I played some of Chapter 1 and then I went on vacation, which is my go-to excuse of why I stopped playing video games. <laughs> I actually have not, no. <laughs> Have you played any of their Don't Nods Pass games, like Life is Strange? Yeah, Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah I played yeah. all of Life is Strange yeah. 1 and 2. Yeah, so I mean, they they make a certain type of game and they make fantastic versions of those games, right? And so I started playing. Uh, tell me why when it launched, and then I I didn't go on vacation, but I think something else popped up, or maybe it was just the draw of Apex. I mean, it is it is we're at a point now where it's tough for me to get on. And just play a single player game. Actually, that's been the one benefit of having PlayStation 5 is because I don't have that many friends who have it. I go on there. I don't see a friends list full of people. So I can just play single player stuff. Um, that being said, I am. I think I finished all the way through the the first chapter. And immediately when I finished that first chapter, which was fairly recently, I was like, I got to I got to I got to play this game. I got to finish it. I got to get into the second chapter because it does hook you. Um, mm-hmm. Have I played the second chapter? No, because I went back to Apex, but I will. And so, I mean, listen, it's free. Go and play it. Like, honestly, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, especially if you haven't played it, any of their stuff before, just go and give it a shot. Yeah, it's free on Xbox consoles, Windows 10, and Steam. I think Don't Nod has, uh, I think, as earlier in the day, um, only the first episode was showing up on, on Steam as free, but Don't Nod has said uh, just the store will update and the second and third chapters will be free as well. So, um, yeah, if you definitely like Life is Strange, highly recommend it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, play through them. It, I think it's only a couple hours for each chapter. Yeah, so, I think I beat the uh, first chapter in, like, two and a half hours. So Yeah. And it's only three I, three chapters, right? Yeah, three episodes? Three chapters, yeah. yeah. All right, you want to talk about uh, this last one? I saw this earlier. Yeah. I, like... <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. So th- this brings together the internet as we round this podcast out. Uh, do you know BTS, the biggest boy band and musical group in the world? Do you know Chicken Nuggets? And do you know Among Us? Everything about <laughs> everything about this last year has amalgamated into a $34,000 chicken nugget um, in the shape of um, an Among Us character. 
um, so it's, it's to the di- to the disbelief of even the Among Us developers. I don't yeah. even know what what it's at now. Let's take a look. It's at thirty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> so well, better, it's a this big, is the next crypto. It's yeah, just it's a big nugget, nugget shaped <laughs> from the BTS meal. Yes, shaped like an Among Us character. Yeah, let's, let's take a look at this. All we need listing. is it for it to, for it to be the next skin in Fortnite, and we've hit the like superfecta of crossover oh, yeah. events, right? Of 2020-2021 pop culture media. There are still two days left on this. This yeah. Bidding. Item will be frozen and then air sealed to ensure freshness with secure shipping <laughs> method. Uh, do note the food product has an expiration average expiration of 14 days and will be delivered prior to expiration. Authentic Among Us shaped chicken McNugget that originated from BTS combo meal. I I, I whoever I love it like it, it, they have it in like a Ziploc bag. Uh, where is this shipping from? Whoever wins this has to eat it. They have to. They have to eat it. Do you see the third photo with all those sauces? They have to. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> that was a sexual one sauce. Okay. <laughs> that Rick and Morty throwback that caused a nightmare at McDonald's across the nation. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so, uh, our, yeah, everyone just buy, uh, you know, if you got 39, 40K and you want a Among Us chicken nugget, yep. go for it. It's funny, Bilal. I didn't realize you had 39K laying around, but if, uh, if that's the top hey. bid. You, you know, so you know how it goes. All we need to oh, do is okay. sell one thirty eighty Ti, and we'll have it. Yeah, that's exactly. True. <laughs> that's true. That's, so uh, two nights from now, we'll stock. <laughs> we'll create our bots. <laughs> I can figure out bots, right? I can figure out Stream Deck, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Sort how, of. Many times, how many times <laughs> during this podcast episode has the phrase "Listen, wait, what?" been uttered? Or what's going Listen, on? What happened? It came in hot. It, it came in hot. Okay, I didn't get to finish the stories as fast as I would have liked. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, that wraps up all of our news for this week. This week was a jam-packed week as far as yeah. news was concerned. And so I think next week, if we have similar situation where we have that much news, I think uh, I'm just going to read it all and hit, quick hit it and, and get through it. Because yeah. everybody yeah. knows that the only reason you listen to this podcast is to listen to me rant about something for 10 minutes before we start and then us talk about what we've been playing for an hour and 15 minutes. Okay? That's and what we're about. And me press buttons yeah, that yeah. break. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I appreciate everyone that came out. We actually have viewers this week, which is yeah. nice. Uh, uh, having, a, having a chat um, it has been nice uh, as we grow this out. Um, Race, thank you for joining us. I know this was... And I, I promise next week to lead up time <laughs> to getting this all situated uh, will require uh, a car taking out power to a house, uh, Discord <laughs> changing the scenes on me at the last second. Love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the lead up and the behind the scenes of all of this is much more than you would yeah, yeah much more than you would anticipate for something like this yeah so rob's makeup artist that being cold said, quits all right listen it's funny because i started drinking i started drinking wine and i was like oh my god it looks like i have lipstick so i started i was like dipping behind a little bit uh that being said in in order to thank Bilal for the hard work that he's put into this if people who have been listening and have been uh, watching on the stream could just you know Give us a follow over on the channel. Give him a, a follow over on Twitter and tell your friends about it. I mean, honestly, I really do think that the more people we have watching and then more people 
you know, sending us tweets and giving us stuff to talk about and giving us suggestions for the podcast, I think the better it's going to be. I, I, I know my hope for this is to become, you know, more involved. It shouldn't, I don't want it to just be a one-way street in that, in that sense. I want people and, and fans and people who do listen to have some kind of ownership over it as well and, and helping shape what it is. Um, so if you don't want to hear about Dragon Quest ever again, make sure to let Bilal know <laughs> over on Twitter. Uh, Bilal, why don't you let people know where they can follow you? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter over at Bilal underscore Mion. Um, and, you know, I've been streaming as of late on the Twitch Workprint uh, channel. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch, you're already, you know, just give us a follow. Uh, you know, it helps us out as we try to become a partner. So as Vikati said in chat, I can sub sub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate all, all the love guys. Um, and you know, you guys can always follow the work print at the work print on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you know, any social media really. Um, and race, how about you? Uh, what, what are you, what are you up to in the next coming days? What projects are you working on and where can people follow you? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at on Instagram. It's race.png. And then on Twitter, it's race underscore PNG. So unfortunately, I can't put a dot in the name on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to continue playing through my backlog. I want to beat Resident Evil by next week. Maybe Returnal. Who knows? We'll see what happens. It just takes one good run, man. I'm telling one you. One good run. One good run. I'm feeling it. Got to believe. Just shoot those tiny Krillins and you'll get there. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As for me, as always, you can follow me uh, at SunnyVice20, S-U-N-N-Y-V-I-C-E-2-0 on Twitter, twitch.tv backslash SunnyVice20, Instagram, SunnyVice20, uh, live journal, dead journal, SunnyVice20, I mean, literally anywhere <laughs> there is social media, except TikTok. I'm just too old for it as of right now. We'll see what happens. Never too but. old. <laughs> um, the other thing exciting about my Twitch, actually, that I want to talk about here is I had my younger brother who was actually graduating with an art degree uh, kind of just quickly sketch out a new rebrand for my channel. And so you'll see a new banner that doesn't scale properly and I can't seem to figure it out on Twitch. Honestly, if you open a browser on your desktop, but don't full screen it. Then you can see the whole banner and see what I'm going for. Uh, but I really do like the new avatar for the channel as well. So you can give me a follow over there. I also am planning on it. I'm going to talk to Blah about this. Is also thinking about having a regular night where I stream on the WorkPrint channel, actually, to kind of help build it. And I think that that channel hopefully will get more of us involved on it and so that becomes more of a community um and so it's just not below all, all the time playing yakuza 8 uh like a dragon all the time damn this jrpg <laughs> no and uh yeah and i promise i promise trivia royale will be back sooner rather than later with Bilal getting all of this uh, yeah, up and running it, 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 yeah it only took me six hours yeah and all all you need to do is figure out how to add one more panel to this and we're, we're good to go there we go uh, sounds good that being said on behalf of my co-host Bilal and race until next time bye-bye bye-bye